0: everyone on this week's episode of Down the Wire we're back to remote work but that doesn't mean that the sports news ain't rolling in coaches in the NBA are getting fired the draft lottery is getting dudes hired and i got some fun MLB stuff all this and more coming at you down the wire every time we do it y'all we do it with fire it's sports
1: Episode number 119, Down the Wire. Yes, welcome to Down the Wire, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. Hello. And we are here to talk about a bunch of shit that just happened during the week, and we're remote again, if we sound a little different to us, uh, to you listeners, I guess, out there. I am currently... In my room in Wilmer, Minnesota. If you don't know where that is, uh, it is far away from everything. It's near nothing. Um, About two hours from the Twin Cities. So even to say Minneapolis, it's really not doing it justice. It's nowhere near there. I was getting nervous, Dave. I was driving in here, and it said I was five minutes away, and I hadn't seen a building in, like, 30 miles. Um, And then, finally, there is a little town that looks similar to... A, a mix between a West Virginia and a Milwaukee suburb. So that's kind of
0: Wilmer. Your, your room looks like, looks like a grandma's house. Uh, honestly, like that's what it looks like.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's a pretty nice space. I, I don't hate it at all. There's a nice bed over here. That's really comfortable. Actually a very comfortable bed. And you, I don't know if you know me, Dave, I don't sleep on beds very often. I'm usually a couch guy and, uh, I've been finding myself making my way to this bed every night. It's feeling pretty good, and I'm getting pretty good sleep, it feels like, every morning. So, yep, currently out on assignment again, and going to be here for... Out on assignment. Uh, You you know what I mean? That's the terminology I'm going to use for the show, at least. Yeah, flex a little bit. It's okay. So, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that we are going to keep a contiguous schedule of you know this friday releases if there's a game or something that conflicts with it we'll still get one out a week for sure
0: um so we'll be fine yeah. we'll get stuff done we'll figure it out it'll be friday stuff we'll get our friday uploads yes it doesn't matter what today. we're we're going to be compromised we're going to do it compromise damn no, it no
1: for sure i'm i'm want to record i enjoy what we do very much so so i want to record i absolutely will uh, what's new with you? How's how's the
0: wife? How's the kid? The wife? <laughs> Jesus! Good lord! Don't don't spoil things that have never been produced okay. yet. Uh, look, I I you know, Me and her are great. At the same point, we're great. Exactly where we're at in a <laughs> relationship. So, uh, don't you don't need to escalate too quickly here. Is mom um, freaking out this entire time too?
1: what has mom been terrible as well too?
0: (laughs) It's been, it's been like four days. Uh, Relax.
1: You know, I feel like I'm very needed over there. So I've, I would, I would imagine absolutely
0: not, <laughs> absolutely not. The uh, house smells better. That's oh, for sure.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank Got you very him. much.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't It's been fine, busy. You know how that shit goes for myself mm-hmm. and you. We're busy, and yet we still come out here and we produce. We produce for you. You know who's not producing though? The five NBA coaches that have been let go this season. Oh yes, including Doc Rivers this week. I think that is not as shocking as some of them. Yeah. Doc Doc is in the same boat that Bootenholzer was in. Yes. Right? Like, his team was not doing as much as realistically they should be. I think the 76ers, the 76ers have been, I don't want to say a big disappointment, but they've been a, a fairly substantial disappointment given where their team has been who is on said team yeah. and not getting anywhere, right? I mean, do, do we have an Eastern Conference f- final
1: for them? Were they Eastern Conference final with Kawhi when Kawhi hit that shot? Does that sound right? I want to say yes. Yeah, I'm pretty but... sure Kawhi Leonard hit the shot against the. Oh, I know it was against the Sixers. I'm pretty sure that was Eastern Conference finals. But yeah, I, I mean, the, the process is dead. If if we're still trusting the process, that's definitely a mistake. I don't think we can continue to say trust the process when, I mean, Joel Embiid's at his all-time best right now, obviously MVP, right? James Harden there. They got Ben Simmons off their roster for James Harden. I mean, one of the biggest yeah. fleecings in the NBA in recent memory. And they got a lot of great role players around there, too. I mean, they brought in P.J. Tucker this year uh they've had got Seth Curry, Matisse Thybul, uh Tyrese Maxey of course. You know, the team was built. The the team was built, but Doc Rivers, I mean, he just loses game 7s. So that's what he does. It's it's how he the, operates. The 76ers haven't been to the conference finals since 2000. Really? So that wasn't yes. the conference finals when they uh when Kawhi hit the shot then.
0: No, that was the opening round. Really? Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. That was a different one. Last year, they, lo- they lost to the Raptors um, in the, or sorry, 2021, they lost to the Raptors. In 2018, 2019, yes. It was the semifinals.
1: Okay. So it was the Eastern Conference semis. Or it was yes. the Eastern Conference. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Um, all right. Yeah. Gl-
1: glad we got that situated. We're all good now.
0: I, yeah, think, I mean I that's, think Doc that's Rivers not enough on, I, I think,
1: that's not enough I, I think Doc Rivers was on the chopping block if they got eliminated I think that was definitely going to be an option um my, I think that Monty Williams going is definitely more of an eyebrow raiser I I think because is it But well here's the problem is it though what it really should be is the GM should be gone if 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 it's all reality cuz the 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 Suns I mean, they traded away their entire future for Kevin Durant, and they gave up many valuable basketball players in the process, too. I mean, we've seen uh, Mike Bridges just absolutely going off. We've seen Cam Johnson put up valuable minutes over there. It it definitely was a move that, you know, obviously you get a top-five basketball player every year on your team when you have Kevin Durant there. But when do you ever see a move like that work year one? It just never happens. I mean, the Heat didn't do it. Uh, the, the Nets didn't do it. The Suns didn't do it now. I, it happened with, I guess, Kevin Durant and the Warriors, but that was also the best team ever assembled, and then they added Kevin Durant to it. So I don't think that necessarily it's fair to be like they needed to win this year because it still doesn't happen. Now, Monty Williams... Sure, if you wanted him gone, I just don't understand all these firings because I think it's going to be an absolute carousel of these guys because I don't know who is the best coach on the market right now.
0: Well, okay, well hold on, hold on. Let's let me go back to Monty Williams, right? Monty, when did Monty Williams get hired for the Suns? Was twenty was that twenty twenty, the same year that the Bucks won? 2020, uh, 2021? Um,
1: I would say probably the year before that. I don't think he made the championship his first year. It, maybe he did. Maybe he did. But he was with the Pelicans, obviously, for a while as well. So, Well, that-
0: oh, regardless, it doesn't really matter Um, because the Suns haven't been to... Uh, they started making their playoffs consistently in 2020, yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the year they lost to the Bucs in the finals. You know, game... Game six, boom. Let's go to 2021. You end up losing to the Mavericks in a seven-game series in the conference semis. Then 2022, 2023. So this year, you lose to the Nuggets in six games. Mm-hmm. So it's trending down, right? Chris Paul is getting older. Yep. Kevin Durant is getting older, too. I think... Losing Monty Williams is the right call as well um when it when it comes to the fact that he's just not he's not growing yeah in fact, it's the exact opposite. he's fading and I'm not saying that Monty Williams is a bad head coach. in fact, uh spoiler alert bucks go get Monty williams. I'm super for that, but now. Now there's a vacancy over there. And I think Bonnie Williams was in the same boat as Bud, the same boat as Doc, where you've had this team for X number of years and you haven't been able to produce. You got to move on. So who are the other three coaches that
1: were let go? It was uh, Houston, Steven Silas. We had, um, was it James Borrego in Charlotte? And who's the other one I'm missing?
0: Uh, do you have, uh, obviously Toronto. Oh, and Nick nurse. Yeah. That's the other one. Yeah.
1: So those are the and five.
0: Nick, what about, what about Detroit as well?
1: Oh, I guess Dwayne Casey. Everyone forgets about Dwayne Casey too. So six coaches have been fired then this year. Uh, and with the new, uh, sons fire or with Doc Rivers did, being gone.
0: I, I don't know if Houston's spot is open.
1: Houston's spot got filled by Ime Udoka. He was Steven Silas got yeah. fired. Yeah. So there's only yeah. a vacancy. I, we just said that five coaches got fired. So I want to clear. There's only five jobs. Okay. Yes, I, I get. I that. was
0: taking. I was taking the overall vacancies into consideration. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So um,
1: it, of the of the coaches available that you know of or see, do you think Monty Williams is? Maybe this is both the same answer. Do you think he is a the best option for the Bucks and B the best coach
0: on the market? Uh, I'm going, me personally, I think Monty Williams is the best choice for the Bucks. Best coach on the market though. I'm going to say, yeah, I think Monty Williams is the right, is the best guy. Um, even, when, a lot even of if people, Bud gets a job next year, I, I'm going to put, I'm going to put an asterisk to this because we don't. It's pretty much like for sure. Jay Wright's not going to take a job. Yeah. I think Jay Wright is probably the big one. Sure.
1: If he was available. Sure.
0: I would get Jay Wright over Monty Williams. But, you know, even that's that's hard to justify because Jay Wright has or hasn't had out. Has he ever coached in the NBA? I like don't think so. I think, he,
1: I think he was just Villanova for the fattest time, obviously. So I, I don't think he's been to the NBA. No, if I, from what I remember from Jay Wright, I think he's been a college guy his whole time. I think that Monty Williams, of the candidates around, yeah, I guess. Like Again, you know me. I wasn't really a fire bud guy, so all these coaches are just kind of mid to me impersonally. But... Monty Williams. I guess it would be interesting to get him on this roster, see what he can do with it, how him and Giannis would gel together. Obviously, because ultimately, that's really what the Bucks have to take into consideration: is you got to get the guy that Giannis wants. Whoever Giannis wants is the right hire. That's it. It doesn't matter where you think this guy can take the team. If Giannis doesn't buy in, it's a it's a terrible fu- it's a terrible hire. It does not matter one bit now. I, I thought the name I heard yesterday was kind of interesting with Kelvin Sampson. Now Sampson, former Bucks assistant head coach in college for however long now he's a perennial power, uh perennial final four. Speaking candidate. of Houston. Yeah. Perennial final four candidate with Houston. Uh, I believe it was with Oklahoma, Indiana, maybe as well. So he's been around for a while. He's definitely had his run in basketball of the names I've heard I definitely think that I lean towards Monty Williams and Kelvin Sampson. I actually wouldn't hate it on paper to get him
0: uh, going for the Bucks. Now, I would just i, I really want to know. Look, I want to know if though, Bud if is on the market. If you have the option between Monty Williams or Kelvin Sampson, who you taking? I think I think Monty Williams just because
1: he's been in the NBA, he's been to the championship. Exactly. I want to know if there's ever been a coach to lose to a team and then go win a championship with them. That's an interesting stat to have too cuz that that's kind of interesting if he becomes the next head coach after we're the team that beat him to win a championship. I think that um with with which job now do you think it, let's say the Bucks job isn't the be, isn't the best job or is the best job and we won't go any farther from that? is Philly now the best job open? I think personally, I think Doc Rivers is going to be a front runner in the Bucks search as well too. I, I think that that God, I don't I just don't want with Doc Rivers with the Marquette connection, obviously, Milwaukee, I I could totally see Doc Rivers being a Milwaukee Bucks head coach. Do you think that I I think Doc will be coaching next year? I don't know where it's going to be. I think he would be a, also a very prime Suns candidate on top of that. That seems like something he would do. So who do you think, Suns or Philly, which one is a better job? Because I think that's probably the two best jobs left on the market, right? Mm, I, I mean, this is...
0: I think Philly... That's a hard one. I think Philly's that, the better that, job, on paper. I, I think I think overall, I, I think you're right. I think Philly is the better one going forward, um, long-term especially, because... Uh, Shit, man, Phoenix is just getting old. And I know we want to go off name value, and Kevin Durant is still that dude. Chris Paul, still that kind of guy as well. And Devin but... Booker, Devin Booker,
1: obviously, he's locked up for a while. KD's locked up for a while, but it sure sounds like they're going to be moving on from DeAndre Ayton right now as well, too. He doesn't want to be in Phoenix, so he's definitely going to be on the market as well for the right
0: suit. This, I mean, he's he's basically said he wants to be in Phoenix. Well, it sure sounds like they don't want him. The only piece they have to get more assets.
1: And we just got done saying how they traded away their whole bench when they got Kevin Durant. Yeah. So I think Philly's the better job. I, on right now, to win next year, maybe it's Phoenix, maybe. But to have a long term job,
0: I think Philly's probably the better job. All right. Just quick prediction machine. All right. So I got these five coaches. Yeah, who who fills them? We'll start. We'll start off with the the ones we don't necessarily care about. Detroit Pistons.
1: Uh, they're gonna run it back with Stefan Gundy or Steve Van Gundy. Something <laughs> they're, they, like they're gonna get. You know what? This is James Borrego. James Borrego is getting the Detroit job. That's that sounds for that sounds right. It's gonna be the guy that no. They're getting the third best option or fifth best option, whatever it is. They're not going to pull, pull anyone. I get it. They got a lot of young core around them. I still think it's well, a here, project.
0: Let me give you the three finalists that they have. It's Charles Lee, Pelicans assistant Jaron Collins, and former UConn coach Kevin Ollie. Ooh.
1: Okay, I like Charles Lee there then. I think Charles Lee is not going to get the Bucks job. That's what I think. So I think he's going to leave because I don't think the Bucks are going to give him the job. While I would totally... Does Charles Lee fit in above Monty Williams for you? Uh,
0: I would see. I would say no. Actually, I I like Monty Williams more than Charles Lee. Okay,
1: yeah. Then I think Charles Lee's gone. I think Charles Lee gets a job this season, uh, which is also crazy. Like Bud just produces other coaches, and we got rid of him. But
0: um, yeah, Charles Lee gets the gets the Detroit job. Then I don't hate that prediction. I really like the idea of Kevin Ollie making the jump. Um, but I,
1: well, he's not at UConn anymore. Now it's, uh, Hurley, Danny Hurley. So what form? I just, I just
0: mean the jump to the NBA. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't hate that. Okay. Toronto Raptors.
1: Uh, can Dwayne Casey go back? That's another one that, uh, that, that just feels like his job. Do you think Doc would go to Canada? Uh, maybe, no, I see hmm. that one a little bit too. I I don't hate that. On top of it, uh, I I think I think that's the fourth job. I think that's the fourth best job. So whoever you think of there, I I know that Suns assistants are getting interviews. I know
0: that Heat assistants are getting interviews.
1: I I think Bo- we might.
0: Budenholzer is a consideration here too. Oh, I don't, I don't hate think he's that to go there. I don't hate but, that. Uh, he's definitely a consideration. The the one that uh, so I'm looking at a just a vacancy thing and the the front runner right now is adrian griffin is it i don't the Pelicans assistant. Either. uh he was he was a former um like a former guy under nick nurse oh okay. and the idea of running it back sure but you know slightly different isn't it crazy all right yeah. they also interviewed they also interviewed jj reddick as well as the spanish national team coach sergio scarolio Scariolo. sorry that's a jesus that's a name that's a name right
1: there let's go with scarriolo why not why don't we say I he get gets the, the spanish job? team
0: yeah yeah i like it everybody's gonna get more international all right yes. okay so i i think we agreed that phoenix is the next one then who takes phoenix
1: oh i think that's doc i think doc gets phoenix I, I, uh, if we, if, if Doc doesn't get Milwaukee, he gets Phoenix. He's, he's getting one of those two jobs.
0: 100%. You know, I, I would want to say that it's going to be someone else. I, I honestly could see it going a young guy. And I don't know why. Um, CBS Sports has Mike Budenholzer there because of the three point connection. Mm. You know, that's, that makes a lot of sense to me, but uh, spoiler alert: Holzer is going to Philly. I just have a gut feeling Ooh. that Holzer is like the top guy in Philly's eyes. I would they root for want him. him there.
1: I really would. I swear to God, I would root for Bud. Like I, I would turn around
0: on Philly if they got Bud. I, I just have a soft spot for him. Uh, so I'm. We might as well just jump to that. We'll say uh, 76ers. You know what? Hold up, hold up. We're missing a very important candidate here for the Suns job. Nick Nurse.
1: Yeah, Nurse. So is it safe? I think that any one of these three jobs between Philly, Milwaukee, Phoenix will land. Obviously, Doc can't go to Philly, but Nurse, Bud and Doc. Are getting the that will be the carousel I'm, right there.
0: I uh, know I'm not even putting Doc in there. I'm gonna say Nurse Bud and Williams. I think Monty has a better chance so of getting Bart, hired than so, Doc Rivers.
1: So so, I don't think Doc's gonna not coach next year, and I think Bud's got a better chance, but a better chance of not coaching next year.
0: I I think that's the most I'm just logical. Talking, I'm talking about between those three teams. Right. You threw Doc in. I'm throwing um, Monty Williams in there. Yeah, that. Well, he's going to get a job, too. Yeah, but Monty is going to get in one of those two teams, I guess. Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what I think. And I'm going to be honest. I think Philly is a better option long term than Milwaukee is. I think Philly is the number one destination job.
1: Okay. I can get behind that. I think the best win now job is Milwaukee.
0: It's really close. It's close all the way around, man. And the only reason why I I like Philly better is that I think Philly's gotten more draft capital going forward. Yeah,
1: definitely. But it's also going to be late first round stuff. So who cares? Also, did they get any? Did they have to give up picks when they got James Harden? I'm sure he, and you know, now you might not even have James Harden. I know James Harden played That's a role. Fair. I know James Harden played a role in getting Doc fired, but it still sounds like he's opting out of his player option. He's going to su- try to secure a long term deal. I think we've heard Houston be a name with James Harden, very heavily involved with him to go back to Houston so they can retire a different number at a strip club down there for him. And then now who knows if the Lakers or the Knicks or whoever like big market gets involved with that, the heat, God, the heat are going to add someone and it's going to piss me off. Just watch. I I can tell that that team is going to just make a splash. Who's not going to want to party in South beach. You know how many strip clubs are in South beach, bro? James
0: Harden would love that. Well, let's get into that, right? Because we got the, the the conference finals going on right now. And after last night, the Heat, I mean, they more or less dismantled the Celtics. I know it got close towards the end, but it really didn't. Well, the, the Heat were in control of that game from from. It was
1: a 13-point comeback. One. It was a 13-point comeback for the Heat in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, I think of it as the Heat just don't quit. The Heat, they have been so... I've never seen a team that so easily can turn around what their flaws were from the regular season to a postseason. And by the way, I mean, maybe the best buyout ever was Kevin Love. I mean, to like bring in Kevin Love, who apparently is good now. And I think they also got... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Oh God, they got one more from it. I can't remember now who is their other buyout? Kyle Lowry. was no, he their buyout too or something? I, I don't know. He was there. I don't this know. Whole year. I thought
0: he got, I think he signed with them. Yeah. He was he here this whole year. The well, the season, there's one more
1: but, I'm missing too. And I can't remember. Oh, uh, the Zeller, the Zell, the fucking Cody
0: Zeller, dude. Like, Oh, I didn't even know he was on that. Team. Dude. Um, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is a fucking monster for this team. He is and not just not just in the the gameplay, right? I think Kyle Lowry has that that PJ Tucker
1: like he's got the dog uh, motivator.
0: Yeah. Motivator, right? Mm-hmm. Got that dog. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of shit. PJ Tucker, or sorry, Kyle Lowry is filling that void for P- for Miami. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I want Miami to win. Gross. Uh, I'm sorry. I, well, I know you're not like that, but I like I don't know if I hate this Miami. This is not this is not necessarily because they beat the Bucks. This is because that team is fun.
1: Sure, I also don't know if I can root for Boston. So, I I fairly can say that I I think I'm rooting for LeBron still even though that was a shit show on top of it too. Uh, yeah. Um, but Miami I mean they lost their second best player on offense in the first game of the uh, was it the first game when Tyler Hero got hurt wasn't it I think in the first round so the only way they get him back is they make the finals and the team has just been lights out since then right now they shot over 50% against from three uh again yesterday from three they're I think the top 2 right now in shooting in the playoffs when they were 20th or whatever the fuck it was during the regular season, they've completely shifted. They are, the team
0: just exudes dog. All right. It's not just Kyle Lowry. Is this, is this like a, a Dante Di Vincenzo moment goes down like first series. And now, uh now look, the team's like on God mode team of destiny. Tell me
1: this team. Isn't the O4 Pistons, bro. I mean, it's the same vibes to me. Where it's like, Ooh. maybe they I mean, shouldn't be this good, but they are getting the job done, gritty and hard throughout the whole way. They got a this, lockdown small center, a lockdown small center with one dog player who's just going off, and that was Chauncey Billups over there for Detroit. Yeah, this team
0: is better than that than that Pistons team, at least like from a from a standpoint, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is a playoff-built team. I mean, this team is just... And Spolstra, I mean, you got to give credit to Spolstra. Obviously, he is a great playoff coach. He is uh, not the best regular season coach. I'm hearing, like, Spolstra top 10 coach all time. I mean, maybe, like, very back-end of 10. Like, we got to... I think we got to see him win this one without LeBron, and then we can start to say stuff like that. If he wins one without LeBron... Okay, we can put Spolstra up there, but he does have Braun for two of his titles and all of his playoff uh, all of his finals appearances, with exception to the bubble, have been with a top 20 player all time. And maybe by the end of it, Jimmy Butler gets there. but um, as of right now he's not, I don't know if he's probably top 50 all time and he's playing out of his damn mind and he plays crazy in the playoffs. So you got to give it to Jimmy Butler, you got to give it to Eric Spolstra. And the rest of these guys that are just a bunch of hodgepodge of nothingness on paper have turned into an amazing acclimated team when they get together. So, uh, you know, Gabe Vincent, uh, Max Struess, Cody Zeller, you know, just these random ass names that all seem to be very coherent together.
0: Okay. I, you know what? I'm... I'm fine putting Spolstra in my top ten coaches right now. Mm. I, I mean, right now, even I think he has done tremendous work with the teams that the players that have, have been. Is he the longest? Is team. he the longest
1: tenured coach? Is, no, no,
0: Popovich. Cause...
1: Popovich has to be. Yeah, Sorry, Pop... but Spolstra next. I mean, who's been who's been in a job longer than? Pop and Spolstra. Obviously, Popovich has been there, I think, since the 90s. Um,
0: but Spolstra, I mean, he was at ed- he was on the 06 team. Yeah. Spolt- uh, Spolstra is number two. Uh, then number three is Steve Kerr and Mike Malone in Denver. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Let's Br- talk. Budenholzer let's- <laughs> was number five on that list.
1: Let's talk about Denver, then. Let's talk about Denver in L.A. Uh, well, not in L.A., but N.L.A. In Denver. Nikola Jokic is on his fuck you tour after not winning a MVP. I think that's another highlight from this. Nikola Jokic is just so... I've never seen someone who should just suck so much at basketball that is so good at basketball on top of that. I mean, a freak build can pass the ball... Is got all these guys playing out of their mind again. Jamal Murray, another guy who just turns it up in the playoffs every time he's out there. We got MPJ putting up buckets, Aaron Gordon. It doesn't matter. This is an absolutely stacked team again, and it feels like the Cinderella of Los Angeles is
0: dwindling. It is beginning to hit midnight. It seems like Denver's year. All right, so Denver, let's start with your first thing about Jokic play. Mm -hmm. You you remember you ever watch well, I guarantee you have. You know when you watch an Adam Sandler movie and he plays basketball out of his mind? Yes. That is Nikola Jokic, but in real life. I just watched Hustle
1: yesterday for the first time ever.
0: Yeah, how did you feel? It was good.
1: It was good. It was a good movie. Yeah, Yeah, it was a fun time.
0: But but that is that is what Jokic is. Yeah. Jokic is every time you see Adam Sandler playing basketball on the movies, like that is that is how he plays. Where it's like, how the fuck did he make that shot? Yeah. Also, yeah. you look unathletic. There's no way you actually made that. Okay. Uh yeah. you know, that's that's Jokic. And I love watching it. Sure. Jokic is probably probably in like my top five most exciting players to watch like Uh, um, for for an entire game for an entire game. He is mesmerizing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Giannis and Curry might be above that. And I don't know who else. I mean, is there, Uh,
0: I mean, right as of right now, give me Jimmy. Jimmy is fucking
1: blue. Yeah. Yeah. I guess as of right now, but that's always again, like another one where, It's it varies. He turns it up in the playoffs. Sometimes, you know, we we forget we swept them last year as well, too. So, I mean, I I like that. I think that's fair. Sorry, I had a cut out for a second there. Um, LeBron LeBron's look at they they look a little old, look a little old, look a little flustered. I heard because they are so Tony Maki, Tony Maki, uh, when he's he's on this like Larry Bird's better than LeBron thing on Twitter. Have you seen that?
0: vaguely yeah. yeah yeah so that's I mean, actually
1: stems from me and cone our our buddy cone from twitter uh we were in a space a couple nights ago talking about it and which you got me hooked on twitter spaces now now i'm in twitter spaces all the time i don't i don't know what, all the time i don't know what's going on with that um and i
0: never can make them anymore
1: so we were talking about this and What he said was Anthony Davis is now the one in LA for the Lakers. He says Anthony Davis has to play his best for them to win because he's the one. He's not the two anymore. I said LeBron is not a two. Like he's just not. So if they, if you think he's a two, they're done. They are done because LeBron doesn't play two while he's such a ball dominant guy. He's my goat. You know how we feel about him. but if you think yep. LeBron is
0: down to 2, like then the Lakers are dead. Like he he they're dead. I will give you 1A1B. Okay. Can you give LeBron, can you give LeBron a 1B situation?
1: Oh god, that just seems,
0: you know. It feels weird to say. Yeah. But how about can it be a um an Anthony Davis is the number 1 in this playoffs?
1: I think you can put Anthony Davis at 1B. I don't know if you can put LeBron at 1B because Anthony da- LeBron's going to take over a game. You know he's going to in this in this series. It doesn't really matter. I I think that LeBron's going to have a game where he goes for a triple-double with 38 points and he's got 17 in the fourth quarter or something like that. And it's going to be a LeBron game that we'll know, we'll we'll recognize we've seen that before. Anthony Davis will definitely flounder i mean that's what he does in the play he's he is the james harden of big men in the playoffs whenever it comes to it and he but he also has the capability of having a 45.20 rebound night we've seen before too so i i just like to think that if lebron is not the number one in people's eyes the lakers are dead like he's he's not a number two anywhere
0: Look, both of them, both of them, this past game, they had a pretty decent game, but you look at it. Davis was the better player. Just saying. LeBron's a little old, a little old. Okay. I get that. I get that part of it.
1: So I see where you might think that, but LeBron's the best player on that team still, even though he's that old, he, he is a freak. He is. First time he ever didn't get MVP votes. That was crazy, obviously too. I don't know if we touched on that, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm still not convinced
0: that Anthony Davis is the better player on that team. Okay, all right. Well, enough about the present. Let's talk about the future. The NBA draft lottery happened. It's basically uh, who the hell is going to get Victor Wembanyama, and uh, it just so happened. To be the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. You um, you surprised by the hat? Because uh, I'm not. The Spurs sucked ass. No, uh, no. They were terrible. Spurs were
1: tanking for Wemby, too. I think that was a team that was totally in that boat where they were trying to get rid of him uh, or trying to get bad for him. Also, big losers, the Pistons. Uh, Pistons, I think, technically had the best odds or the number one losing. They had 14% at least and uh, fall all the way to five. It's a big L, because... Well, yeah, Vic-
0: that's a huge loss.
1: Well, because Victor Wembanyama, while he's obviously number one, I mean, the number two and the number three prospect with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller are no slouches either. I think they're pretty... It's a pretty good top-heavy class, plus the Thompson twins with the Sur and Eamon, uh, they're also pretty highly touted right now. I I would say that right now with the top three being um the Spurs uh the Hornets and the Blazers I would say that it's probably going to be Brandon Miller going number two with Scoot Henderson going three which I think Scoot's a better prospect I think he's more athletic he's like a Russell Westbrook type comp I guess which isn't great now but like a good Russell Westbrook comp um so I don't think you really lose I, if you got out of the top three. If you didn't get in the top three, it was kind of a tough, tough night for you.
0: I think Scoot is number two. Yeah. Um, and I, Scoot is making a hard push right now to be number one. Well, he's not uh, going the way to. he's just chirping in. He's not saying that he's pushing as it like in play. Mm-hmm. I think Wimbanyama is the guy that
1: the odds right now in Vegas, the odds right now in Vegas are minus 20,000. For him to go number one, you have to put down twenty grand to win a hundred dollars. For him to go number one, so it is going to be Victor Wembanyama. I don't think there's any debate around that. It would be insane if the Spurs fuck this up, and especially because so let me now just, the Spurs are other up two picks. One thing
0: with him, does seven foot four scare you? No, I don't think he's actually. I mean.
1: Like I think he's probably seven two, and they they hype it up a
0: little bit. I don't think he's seven. He's only nineteen. He still realistically could get those two inches. It
1: would scare you, but it's you. He's got the Kevin Durant skill set. I mean, he's literally Slim Reaper two point right now because he has the handles. He has the shot. He plays really good defense now. He's kind of skinny obviously we've seen but he's going to put some weight on when he gets to the states. I don't think there's any debate about that. Uh, if he gets to the frame of like a Giannis, like this dude's going to be fucking
0: scary. I mean <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is. I I know I yeah, heard This is this is the prospect comparison that they're talking about. So not not necessarily skill set, just prospect like where he's at. Bill Walton, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Kim Patrick Ewing, Ralph Sampson, Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan, Anthony Davis.
1: I think he's probably the most hyped prospect since LeBron James in the turn of the century. I don't know about how I I really can't speak on many of the other ones. I think everyone knew Kareem also was a really big prospect because they did a coin flip, obviously, when the Bucs got him. Um, I just think that Wembenyama is the most basketball gifted big we've ever seen come to america to play basketball so uh, shout out to brian winhorse for that 70 second interview at 2 30 in the morning uh in france with victor Wembanyama. also i mean it was so weird watching the i don't like the people going to the draft lottery i don't like the prospects going to the draft lottery i think that's weird does that sound weird to me
0: I think the draft lottery is honestly kind of weird. What, right. Um, it's also just showing the numbers. idea of it's like not the ping pong balls. Like showing.
1: Right. Why don't you just show the ping pong balls? That would be way more sick.
0: The, again, the whole thing is weird to me. Um, I, I don't hate the draft lottery. I hate the presentation of the draft lottery. It's like th- this is a, this is a five minute thing That you're turning into, you know, the fucking craziest thing Uh, of all time. To be fair,
1: it's it's a very quick presentation. It's one break. They go from pick 14 to four, all in one motion. And then they're like, all right, we'll take a break. We come back. Boom, it's over. Like, it's over so fast. And, you know, you feel for it. A couple of star-studded people there representing teams. I saw Ben Wallace was there. Ime doco was representing houston oh god i forget who else was there now but like you were like oh shit I, I forgot that guy existed you know whenever you saw him uh representing the people for their uh respected pick spurs guy was so jacked he was so jacked when he won as any of those guys well he should yeah i as any of them would have been too i think so i i'm i'm excited the two other first round picks in Spurs history, first overall picks, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. So boom, pretty good quality to be with in San Antonio.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I don't, I, I don't know how much we're going to talk about it, but I figure we, we want to, I want to get a little bit of football in today. Okay. Is there anything going on? Because I can't think of it. Well, did Outside you see, of just basic did you stuff, see you know? Aaron
1: Rodgers reworked his contract or is working on reworking his contract like as a big yeah, a- asshole course. move? I get yes. Is that a big thing? No, I mean, that that's kind of what I've gathered from football news. We're just getting rookies reporting right now. Nothing too crazy. Saw Bryce Young like throw that made him look really small. He looks so small next to all those linemen that he's standing behind. I haven't seen any news out of Houston. I don't know how that's going with Will Anderson and CJ Stroud right now. But we are just so far away from football. It's kind of it's kind of painful at some points.
0: Yeah. We're, we're gonna get well, there. We, but no, we're, nothing right now. We're far away from football season, but that doesn't stop the ca- casinos. Because Bet MGM just put out their first over under win totals. oh okay. For each of the thing, uh, each team, and I just want to go through some okay, of them. Okay,
1: let me pull up I, the NFL schedule real quick so I can just
0: see it in my face. Go ahead, explain. So right now, New York Jets. What do you think their over under win total is? Ooh, it's either nine and a half or ten and a half. Under nine and a half at plus one ten. Ooh, I mean, well, that I would... realize you're getting some pretty difficult games. So their first seven games of the season are Bills at Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs at Broncos, Eagles and at Giants. That's a pretty difficult schedule when you think about it. Yeah, the Jets um, did get a
1: rough schedule. Um, so I, I, oh God. I'm surprised they went that low. I get. I mean, do you think the Jets win ten games this year? That's that's the that's the call right now. Did you see there will be a Peacock exclusive game this year as well too? That was another one that yes, I saw.
0: Yes, that's Black Friday, right?
1: Uh, no, that's Amazon. We'll get Black Friday. I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm, I don't think so. Really? I'm pretty sure it was Peacock, but I might be wrong. But yeah, uh, right now, New York Jets under nine and a half honestly seeing that start of the schedule i might take that that seems like a solid bet to take i
1: uh well right like we said bills is monday night football they got the cowboys right pats uh chiefs broncos seems like a dub uh eagles is a tough one giants is a tough one probably chargers raiders probably a dub bills again I, yeah, I mean that's definitely not an easy draw they've gotten right here from the schedule gods. Uh by any means, they do have a couple of warm up uh, uh you know, like bones thrown to them with Atlanta later on. They get uh Houston as well. Y- are the Jets a lot better than Miami? Pro I maybe maybe, but uh definitely eases up at the end. It's just tough that they're now in that division where if they're not the second best team, you know, you're playing a team that is, you know, the bills and the dolphins Pat, Patriots, probably no slouch either. You got to play that six times. That's not, that's not an easy draw.
0: Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Uh, next one. I should say Denver Broncos over eight and a half at plus one Oh five. Ooh.
1: Wow. Okay. Broncos. So people are thinking the let's ride country is going to be, uh, back in business this year is what we're saying. Week one, they are with the Raiders. So I think that's going to be a test right there. Are they better than the Raiders right now? Com- commanders, uh, you know, they got the bears in week four. They get jets at some point this year As two chiefs. Uh, do you think the Packers will beat the Broncos?
0: I could see them. Where are they at home or away? Uh, it will be in Denver. Uh, that's that makes it a little bit trickier, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I I'll get to the Packers later. Obviously, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I these are one, two, three. Where? Okay, fine, fine. How about five. this? How about so, I just
1: so, change it up a little bit? Hold on. Will the Broncos? Where, would the, Bronco, where would the Broncos? Where would the Broncos?
0: Hold on. Go ahead. Damn it. These six things, these six teams that I'm about to mention are listed as best bets. So these are the, the six best over unders for you to take in the NFL.
1: If the Broncos were in the NFC North, where would they finish with five teams?
0: I I mean, I could legitimately see them finishing second. I think better than both Detroit and Minnesota. I, I could. Okay. All
1: right. I mean, like last year was pretty brutal for Broncos fans. That was not a fun time. So I, I'm i not going to say Russell Wilson's going to just turn it around because last year, I know we saw at the end of the year when Hack Job got out of it, it was better, but I don't know. I What was, it, what was that? Under eight and a half
0: wins was the bet? Under uh, over eight and a half at plus one Oh
1: five. Wow. I don't know if that's the second best bet on the list. That's for sure. Okay. What's the uh, next one? I think,
0: I think more, these six are just best bets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah overall. Yeah.
1: Right. What's the next uh, New one? New York
0: giants under eight and a half at minus minus one forty
1: five. Ooh. Okay. Well, they do have a tough division as well. Obviously they're going to have, um, Philly. They're going to have, Dallas who I don't know if they're any better than either of those teams obviously uh they gotta they gotta open up with Dallas they are Sunday night football week one Cowboys at Giants so that'll get us a feel for it but then they go to the Cardinals I mean they're Thursday night against San Fran Seahawks is gonna be a toss-up Miami's probably a toss-up Bills Commanders uh Jets again Raiders in the weeks uh week nine I think that it is under eight and a half. You said, I got, we got, look a, at,
0: we got a Monday look at now. the, look at the giants first 11 weeks. Yeah. Do you know what I see? Seven road games, mm. including look at the start of the season, three road games in 11 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. That is brutal. And then three road games to end it at Vegas, Dallas and Washington Mm. to end that that first 11 weeks, man. And this is also something that is never really quantified. But Daniel Jones got his contract.
1: Right, right.
0: I mean, at this point, what else?
1: (sighs) I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't love. I don't love the Giants and one team. You know, obviously the same teams don't make the playoffs every year. So one team gets in, one team gets out. Giants could be the team looking out. They could be. I. I don't hate that under.
0: I think Baltimore that's Ravens than, yeah, over nine and a half at minus one twenty.
1: Over nine and a half for the Ravens. Okay. Well, speaking of got their contract, uh, Lamar Jackson got his bag. Obviously, this off season. Ravens, uh, week one, where do they start out? They will be with Houston. So that's dubbed. That's an easy one to go for right there. Uh, then they go Bengals week two. That's a tough one. Colts week three Browns, Steelers, Titans. They're at nine and a half. You said, yep. Uh, yeah, I love that. I think I love that. Their, their schedule does not look too daunting and then week 16, they go to San Francisco. And then week, yeah, I mean, they'll probably split with the Steelers like they do. No, I think that's a good one. I, I would say that's a fun one good to go for. Root for 10 wins in in uh Baltimore. I think that seems very plausible right now.
0: Yeah. Buccaneers under six and a half at minus
1: Ooh, 120. Wow. That is really taking a shit on Baker Mayfield's manhood right there if you're going to say that this
0: is this is more about them getting caleb williams though
1: okay okay the buccaneers go for go for caleb tampa and minnesota could be an interesting one week one uh i don't think that that's by any means an easy game bears i think they could win that one philly's gonna shit stomp them the saints is gonna be a toss-up lions toss-up falcons dub Bills are gonna shit stomp them. Texans they're gonna win. Uh, Titans. I think that's a. T- Ooh, dude. I don't know. I might. What What was the under on that? Six and a half for what odds?
0: Under six and a half at minus one twenty. Dude, I think they can sneak out seven wins in some some capacity here.
1: Maybe. I mean, mm, it's the worst I, I, division in sports. It's the worst division in the sport, right? The NFC South.
0: Arguably, yeah. Yeah,
1: and on top of it you know, let's just say they win half of those games. So that's three of them. Now they have to find a way to get four wins out of the, uh, let's see out out of like the Jaguars. The Falcons are in their division. Sorry. Colts. They're not going to beat the Niners, Titans, Texans, um, lions, Eagles. they not in the bears. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be close Vikings as well. If they like beat the Vikings week one, we'll know if they beat the Vikings week one, we'll know if they'll hit that total.
0: All right. And the last one, green Bay Packers over seven and a half. It's an even split.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting I one. I think that's a good so, bet. So I actually went to make sure to look up the Packers odds. If that didn't make it into the thing, I did see it was seven and a half. Um, and it's interesting. So this obviously all lands on the play of Jordan love. If Jordan love looks like he's productive and competent, eight wins seems pretty easy for green Bay. That, that wouldn't be an issue opening up the Packers open up. With a very
0: favorable schedule.
1: They have a very favorable schedule all around, I think. Yes. I, I heard as Four well. Four of the first
0: five games are against losing, uh, teams with a losing record in 2022. So
1: it's at Bears. It's at Falcons. Then they go, Sa- then Saints come to Lambeau for week three. That's three very winnable games for, well, depending on the play of Derek Carr again, uh, for Green that, Bay. For
0: Derek Carr or Jordan Love? Uh,
1: Derek Carr could take over a couple games too you know but jordan love i think we'll know a little bit more about jordan love come that game at with two games under the belt and if it's drastic he's really good or he's really bad we'll probably know in two games i I, honestly like i think if he's if he's obvious if he's on one end of the spectrum of good and bad we'll know
0: within two games right if he's if he's Uh, average if he's average i don't know we don't know He just has to play like Aaron Rodgers did last year. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That went eight and nine. Yeah. Uh, Lions
1: were week four. So that's a tough one, but it's at Green Bay. Then they get the Raiders, Broncos. uh, Vikings are coming in on week seven or eight, rather. Rams are there. That'll be an interesting one. If they're back this year with Stafford coming back, they get the Steelers, the Chargers, Lions. Chiefs, oh I don't know man finding eight wins seems seems a little tough here i if if the n f c South helps us out any much it'll be that'll get us to that'll get us to eight wins, but definitely not the best the best case scenario of like only playing the Falcons every week or something so like yeah that's true um but i i do i would think take this that bet. i do think I eight is plausible i think eight is plausible for the green Bay Packers this year.
0: All right. Uh, so let me just, we'll quickly rapid fire through the rest of them. Like good bet, bad bet. Okay. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals over 11 and a half at even. Okay.
1: And I'm not going to look at the schedules for any of these anymore. This is going to be strictly gut. I'll say under, but it's 11.
0: Yeah. I, I would take the under in that. I think Twelve seems like a lot for Baltimore I think Baltimore is gonna win the division
1: um, after looking at their schedule. I mean, that looked like a great schedule for Baltimore.
0: San Francisco 49ers over eleven and a half at one fifteen. I'll take the over on that. I think they'll win twelve games. Uh, speaking of, depends on the quarterback play. Sure. Uh Kansas City Chiefs under eleven and a half at plus one hundred five. No,
1: they'll win more than they'll they win hammer the they'll, over. They'll win thirteen games.
0: Yeah, Philadelphia over 10 and a half At minus 150 Oh they'll win more than 10 and a half Games yeah
1: they're an yeah. 11 win team All all day too for sure
0: Okay here's a good one Under 10 and a half plus 110 Buffalo Bills
1: Uh no the Bills Are going to win 11 games man There's no way they're not going to win 11 games I don't think the Jets are better than the Bills bro I just don't so I, I'm I'm going to take the Bills I... to win more
0: I think this could be a sneaky one. Not saying it will happen. Just saying. I feel like this might be one to watch. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars under 10.5 minus 145.
1: Ooh, God. I mean, they win nine games. They'll win that division anyway. So it doesn't really matter. This
0: is under 10.5. Yeah. I would take the under. I
1: think the unders, I think nine or 10 is probably more suited for Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Detroit lions under nine and a half at plus one Oh five.
1: I mean, this comes down to, do you think the lions or the Vikings are the best team in the, in there? I'm going to say, I'm going to say
0: under nine wins. I'm going to take the over man. Okay. I definitely, I think the lions can win it. New Orleans Saints over nine and a half at even under under that. No way under you. What do you think they win at nine games? I think are they you, win. the who, Who's I think winning the division?
1: They will with like seven wins. I don't think they're that good. good I, Lord. Dude, that's no under no chance under no chance. nine and a half. You think the Saints are winning 10 games this year? Yeah, if the Saints lose to the Packers, they're not winning 10 games. <laughs> Cleveland Browns over nine and a
0: half plus one ten. Under again. Like under. I root for unders on that one. Dallas Cowboys over nine and a half minus one thirty. Over. Miami Dolphins over nine and a half plus one oh five. Under. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh Chargers over nine and a half minus one ten. Over. Yeah, that, that one's tricky, Ooh, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a good
0: number. It's a good split for Bre- them, Is dude.
1: Brendan Staley going to win 10 fucking games again? Probably. Is he going to lose in the first round? Probably. Like, that's where I'm at with the Chargers. So, I'm going to say. Tell Moore. more. Yeah, I'm going to say over. They'll win 10 games.
0: Minnesota Vikings under 8.5 minus 110.
1: Mm, no, I think the over is better on that one. Probably. Yeah.
0: Uh, Steelers under eight and a half plus 110.
1: I'll take the over on that. Mike Tomlin doesn't go over. Never under, have a losing yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tomlin doesn't get under. Like, no. No. Yeah. I'll take the over.
0: Yeah. This one, this one should be a good bet, in my opinion. Seattle Seahawks under eight and a half at even. Oh, geez. It, this is all. Do the, you think they fall
1: off that fast? Well, this is the tournament of the Rams. I think if Stafford and Cup come back healthy, you know, are the Rams back a little bit? Like, you know, this team did win a Super Bowl two years ago. I know they had, did they have Von Miller on that team. Yeah, right. Yeah. The um, why, yes. is that, why does that sound yes. wrong now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He
0: he got tr- mid-season.
1: Okay, so Von Miller was on that team. Obviously, I think B Wags might have been there too. But I, if Stafford comes back and plays MVP level football who uh, you know, boom, they're back man the, the, that's all there, so I'm gonna say, oh, uh, you know what we'll root for the over, I root for Gino, nine, nine wins
0: for them Atlanta Falcons, under eight and a half at minus one ten
1: I don't know if you can see my face, which you
0: yes, I can uh
1: for yeah, those shocked. listening, for those listening, my jaw hit the ground. You, I would take. I would have. T- I probably would have taken under six and a half, if it was there. I mean, well,
0: so here's here's. I would assume what's factoring in is that the Falcons closed out the season with two wins, two consecutive wins, seven and ten, beating the Cardinals and the Bucks,
1: who were both so bad I, I, football teams last year.
0: I know. I know. I, I'm going to assume that's what factors it in. Uh, yeah, I would take the under Carolina Panthers over seven and a half minus one twenty five.
1: I, I think the Panthers will be a better team this year than the Falcons. That's my bold uh, take. Okay. right now,
0: so, yeah, I, I still think you could take the under on that seven wins for the Panthers. That would be a pretty good year. So, yeah, I think the under Chicago Bears under seven and a half at even under under again.
1: New England Patriots
0: under seven and a half plus one hundred five.
1: I think by default they're going to be under. I don't know if they can have four teams in that division do that well, and I think might be the worst team in the division. I think right now it's it's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah. So I mean, yeah.
0: Raiders under seven and a half minus one hundred fifty.
1: Under. Under for the Raiders, they're a seven-win team as well.
0: Ooh, I don't know. That, that's, a, Jimmy G, that's a tight one. You like Jimmy G there? I mean, I, I don't know if Devontae can. You're get a the one. Wins, You're the one that gave Jimmy G like uh, a decent QB rating. Yeah, he's decent. He's decent. You know, it's a decent record, winning seven
1: and te- seven games and losing ten of them. Like that's pretty much decent. That's how that goes. So, I think that eight would be a really good year for Vegas. I do. I don't know if that's... I don't know if they're trying to go for a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Tennessee
0: Titans over 7.5 minus 105. Under. Damn. Well, it's uh, either
1: Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill, so go from there.
0: I got the Commanders under 7.5, 150. Mm. Minus
1: Yes, but only because of their division. If the Commanders were in the AFC South, they might win the division. Okay. Colts under
0: six and a half at even.
1: Ooh. Wow. Is that the lowest one we've had so far? Six and a half. Uh
0: yeah. I, I believe this is in descending order. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Um
1: sure. Let's go under. Sure. Six win team.
0: All right. LA Rams over six and a half minus one ten. I'm gonna go over. Yeah, I mean, I guess that depends on Stafford, right? Not Cooper Cup, not Aaron Donald. Uh, how does Stafford play? Because he's uh, he's almost done, dude. Maybe M- maybe this year, maybe next, and then he's out. I don't give him two Is more years. That,
1: okay, here, here we got to do this one now because we've done this the last two years. We knew Ben Roethlisberger was going to be a sad tour. We knew Matt Ryan was gonna be a sad tour. We gotta to pick yeah. we gotta pick the QB that's going to be the sad tour this year. Early contender, Matt Stafford.
0: Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. In fact, I would say Matt Stafford, just off of initial memory, not looking at rosters again. I know we we looked at it last week. I'm gonna assume that he has the best contention for that award okay
1: yeah yeah I think that well we knew the last two they were very easy predicts I think some people were delusional Colts fans like our cousin uh and thought that Matt Ryan <laughs> was
0: gonna be all right but we knew we were calling that from the jump he was gonna be bad yeah we knew that was bad Rod Houston Texans as well so over five and a half minus 130 Ooh. I could easily place the over I think
1: They have six win team. Are they better than any team in the AFC South? Are they better than the Colts? Maybe. Are they better than
0: the Titans? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be close, man. Depends on where you feel. You're the one that likes CJ Stroud. I mean, you might want to take it. If you're one to not like CJ, then maybe the under is is the better pick. All right. uh, What was it? Six and a half. Over five and a half at minus one thirty. They'll win six games. They'll win six K. Okay. and the lowest odds is Arizona under five and a half at minus minus one fifty. I
1: think I don't understand this one. Maybe uh, as much as everyone. Like I know everyone hates on Arizona, but I, I don't think they're that bad. I mean, like, will they win six I think games? They're crazy, will they win six games? They could, they could for sure. What division? It's a brutal division. It's a brutal division, especially if the Rams are back. So I get that part of it. There you go. Maybe it's a five-win
0: team. Maybe it's a five-win team. All right. All right. Those are the over-under odds. You can let us know what you think of that, where it is your team fall. Uh, you can just message us on any of our platforms. Type in random sports thing, and whatever pops up. You just click on it and be like, "Yo, down the wire, and just let us know." Yeah, use of the ha- y'all are messaging us anyways.
1: Use the hashtag I fucking hate you sports, and we will we will use that
0: hashtag. Yeah. hashtag, do you think we listen to this much down the wire? And then I'll reply with the hashtag. You bet your damn ass you do. Yes. Hell yeah. All right, what's next nice. on
1: the agenda here, brother?
0: Uh, I just wanna I want to touch on some things from the MLB okay. because we've had a pretty fun MLB start. Uh, I think I had I had a bigger thing. I think we we should save that to next week. Okay, just based on where we're at, but I do want to mention the stuff that did happen. So first things first, this whole deal with the tipping situation. Mm-hmm. Just you know what? Let's just let's just expand that to the New York Yankees. Okay. The New York Yankees are in a weird, are having a weird season. Yeah. They're, they're winning, but they're
1: not winning enough. They're, their divisions also stacked. the Orioles, baby. That's I'm rocking with the Orioles right now.
0: Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this whole like tipping thing with Aaron judge and the Toronto blue Jays, Where do you fall with that? Here's where
1: I fall with it. One, I don't know if he is. Okay? I I don't know. I know he hit a home run the very next pitch after looking over. So I can't say that he safely is tipping pitches. Could he be tipping pitches? Sure. Sure. Here's my other thing. I have zero problem with stealing pitches if you know what's coming. I have zero problem with it. And that is because like that should be the pitcher's job to hide that. Right. Um, Yeah. Now what the Astros did completely different using technology, like relaying a dude from inside, like the front office, who's telling them what pitch is coming with buzzers and shit. No, don't like that. But if you want to like yell at your dude, like watch the slider, because he does this every time he throws a slider. I have zero problem with that. Absolutely zero problem with that. Even looking over, if you feel ballsy enough to look over in the middle of a at-bat in the major leagues, and then you hit a dong after, I'm okay with it. I totally am. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, but that should be the pitcher's job to conceal and hide his pitches better then
0: yeah I, I don't know and here's the thing it's it's the Yankees if there's a team that I'm gonna bet is doing some um, nefarious stuff man the Yankees are probably a, a front runner every time without a beard without a beard they're not doing anything nefarious yes. with a beard yes so um, and to follow through with that, did you see this Derm- uh, Domingo German or Jermaine situation? Uh, Herman. Okay. All right. Is uh, it Herman? It is. It is. Um, oh my bad. Sorry.
1: I, I I heard he got ejected. I didn't see the substance or anything. He didn't get ejected. Didn't. Oh, they checked him. What he was sticky, and then they were like, "It's good." Like what? I mean, so, he, let got me, let me, let me he got suspended He got suspended for ten the, games. The
0: e- let me give you the situation, right? Uh, her man hadn't allowed a base runner, struck out six of the first nine batters he faced mm-hmm. as he walked off the mound in the middle of the third inning. Yeah. First base umpire James Hoy, the crew chief, oh, yeah. stopped the righty, mm-hmm. uh, stopped the pitcher to check his hands for foreign substance, cleared him of his glove and his left hand, but on his pitching hand, it was deemed tacky uh her man told him that it was rosin you know and obviously legal and the crew chief told him to wash his hands between the innings remove the elevated level of tackiness so went to the dugout and then came back for the fourth the crew chief went back to inspect his hands and there was some tackiness left specifically on his pinky and Mm. he'd uh, uh, Again, told which, him which that he Which you watch don't his use to pitch.
1: Which you don't use to pitch. Am I wrong? Like, you don't use your pinky to pitch at all.
0: I don't think so. Right. You don't grip yeah. it
1: like palm ball anymore. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely seems like it's a little bit of an umpire power trip with this checking right now, uh, which the umps, all-time bad this year. It just feels like, I'm sorry, I, I really want to not be in favor of robo-umps, but like every time... I see something new every day where I'm like, damn, we probably should just get these fucking robos up in here Uh, or at least like a pitch challenge system maybe. But um, with Herman, is he the second guy this year? Probably been ejected. Then Scherzer obviously was the first one. Doesn't really matter. He's been getting rocked all year as well. Um, And now Herman is, um, he got a suspension. I'm pretty sure is what I saw.
0: I think he got 10 games. Ooh, was it 10? That feels like a lot. I, well,
1: 10 games is two starts for a pitcher, you know? So that's true. It's not, it's not necessarily a lot, but he, he got suspended and I think that's the same suspension Scherzer got when it happened. So the MLB is definitely cracking down on it. They want to make sure it's all good. Whatever. Was it, it was James Hoy, the same one who's ejected all the other guys. So it's a different ump finally.
0: Uh cuz I remember well, first of all, I don't know I, again he never got ejected.
1: He did get suspended though, right?
0: Yes, cuz they, they well I don't know cuz they it says they ultimately did. they decided uh Herman didn't break the rules. Mm. So I don't I don't think he got suspended.
1: I I thought I heard he got a 10 game suspension. So I I might be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, baseball should have no. Oh sticky. yeah, he was
0: he was suspended. You're right, right.
1: Yeah, I mean, then that's
0: stupid. If he didn't get ejected, like, why suspend him? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what to really think of that. Um. I thought he got especially ejected. once you combine everything, Rocco Baldelli, um, Twins manager, of course, lost his shit. Yeah, that's a Rocco Baldelli move. Yep. Uh, a lot and, and of Delhi fans got, over here Got ejected
1: mm-hmm. Wow okay So a total ter- topsy-turvy on that one uh, Yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna just say no sticky stuff But if he didn't get ejected Why the fuck is he getting Suspended that makes no sense
0: Yeah it never got ejected uh retired ten of the next thirteen batters after Baldelli's ejection, lasted six and a third inning, mm. striking out a career best eleven, no walks, and surrendering a run on three hits.
1: We need the ump scorecard for that, if the ump sucked or not. So that'll be my discern. that'll be my determining factor on if the sticky stuff mattered or not. I uh
0: I, yeah. I'm just saying watch the Yankees, man. They up to some shit. With no beards, no beards, no beards, but all right, plenty of Twitter hitter time.
1: Twitter hitter, yes. Let me uh, let me get situated with this. Then should I kick this off or what, what? do we go ahead? Okay, yeah, sure. I can do that. Going over to my Twitter, uh, WurtzThomas. Thomas. If you don't follow me on Twitter, uh, make sure you do that. W-R-T-Z-T-H-O-M-A-S uh i don't know if this is a twitter hitter or if this is a quick hit but i'm gonna put it in twitter hitter right now um stetson bennett this is a big this is a big uh news for me for some reason i don't know why i thought this was so interesting fourth round selection this last year for the rams probably higher than most thought there's no record of him graduating from the university of georgia and he has been there since 2017
0: look extending stay
1: just a little weird you know what i mean like he's been at the university for quite some time you know i would like to think that uh you know you'd probably get stuff done in six years especially being on the football team you know uh, like, but, well, but i like mean that. what's his degree um ball his degree is in
0: ball there you go i'm just this saying man bitch. Some. I didn't get the diss part. I just heard bitch. We um, <laughs> recorded oops. all of it at least. So all right. My uh my Twitter hater, again, maybe not necessarily. Um it's more informational than it is like to shit on to an extent. This one comes from Houston Texans, Houston Rockets, everything. Starting pitcher chooses the jerseys and hashtag Astros Ace from Valdez mm-hmm. always. Always chooses the blue alternate always chooses that except twice this season he hasn't had a choice in the opening day and the other night when they were uh he was forced to wear the space city Mm -hmm. those are the only two non-quality starts by framber all season this
1: bitch not a not a quality dresser Sounds like he likes. Uh, just saying, likes to be in the uh, other side of this. All right, should we get to some quick hits? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think this is a fun fact. Uh, a fun draw for everyone as well, too. Zach Granke set some history in Milwaukee. If you didn't hear this one, did you hear this really? stat, Dave? No, I have not. Zach Granke becomes just the Fifth pitcher to strike out 1,000 different batters in MLB history. Oh, yes, I did So, um, Granke joins company now with Randy Johnson, uh, Roger Clemens, uh, Nolan Ryan, and I believe it was Glavin. Tom Glavin was the other one. So 1,000 different guys. If you saw the pitch, it was an absolutely terrible fucking pitch. shouldn't be called a strike at all. So... Um, Joey Weimer got rung up looking, but shout out to Zach Granke. Love to support my boy uh, out there. Next, um, the first ever college summer softball league now coming to the Northwoods League, where I am all right kind of employed. Um, so, obviously, there's programs around the country, all different summer league teams. You Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you haven't. Where college baseball players go to get um, their stuff. Totally wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, their they're shit done to get, get to work in, whatever it might be. Uh, stay loose. Northwoods League announces the launch of the first ever women's summer college softball league. It will start play next season. They will be, I believe, four teams only right now, so there won't be anything crazy going on. But obviously, this is... When I heard this, I just thought it was kind of crazy that this is the first one. I mean, seems a little ridiculous. Um, But now I think it's going to be probably a dynasty with this, being so far ahead of everyone else. Like, the best talent's probably going to come to the Northwoods League if I'm not... You know, it, it, why wouldn't they? They're going to recruit the best players from the, from the jump. They're going to probably yeah. get the best development out of it. So I thought that was a cool, uh, cool little tidbit, cool little something to add to the, you know, women in sports that we yeah, yeah. preach all the time. And then Zach Allen literally is Randy Johnson. That was my other one. Um,
0: man, dude. I'm sorry. I was super hyped for that, that video. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. ahead. You explain. So. There
1: was a I I definitely can get behind the disappointment in this video. Not that we root for birds to die, okay, but it's unless you're like
0: they're they're spies, government spies.
1: Unless unless you're a worm, then birds can die. Okay. I I believe that as well. Dennis Rodman hates birds, the worm.
0: Um Yes.
1: But Zach Allen was playing a little bit of toss with a buddy and uh threw a curveball, so it wasn't very fast but it completely hit this bird dead on and uh, the bird died right next to the guy who was supposed to catch the ball. So the bird literally is probably halfway there because he hit the bird dead on. Bird flies the other halfway distance and then lands at the feet of the guy going to catch the ball. Bird didn't explode, though. I mean, bird just died. Sad, sad death. But I really wish, like, if a bird's going to die, it explodes, right?
0: I, I mean, at least you'd want it to go out in a blaze of glory, right? Right,
1: something like that. Uh, it was pretty unfortunate, but being good, being Diamondbacks pitcher, hitting birds—all
0: correlated
1: at some point. <laughs> That's all my quick. Is that hits. me?
0: Yes, rad. I loved it. I loved it. All right. So I got I got a couple of them real fast. First, there is a new movement former patriots tully banta kane oh i now see is but yes i I've never, i don't like that that video
1: i mean who who the fuck is that like i don't know who that is tully banta kane what position did he play
0: i i don't know i, I don't know but <laughs> all right all right go ahead do your question hold on let up. me tell you let me tell you what he's doing and let me tell you who he's doing it with and it might change your perspective okay Has joined forces with former NFL players Terrell Owens, Corey Dillon, Devin McCourty, and Adam Pacman-Jones. A lot more famous. To start a beach football league. Ooh. Starting, launching in February 2024. Changes your tone a little bit, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Am I, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, beach football specifically, if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, yeah, that is what is beach football is. Are they going to so all there's be like shirtless? Some weird, all there's be like shirtless weird rules to it, and it's going to be a bunch of like 60-year-old men with their shirts off looking way better than you.
1: Yeah, I, I'm assuming their shirts will be off the whole time. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm for it. Sure, why not?
0: I mean, look, it's it, is it going to take over any extra football that we have now probably not but is this like an espn ocho standard yes yes, i would say yeah yes
1: i i this is coming on after cornhole or before cornhole at some point yes
0: yeah yeah for sure uh next up speaking of matt ryan did you hear he got a job uh cbs cbs as an analyst what do you think about that? I think he's gonna be good at it. Yeah? I think he's gonna be good at yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's I gonna be he's it. not
1: gonna be a play by or a color guy. He's gonna be like on the desk, right? Yes. That's yeah.
0: what I believe too.
1: Yeah, I, I can no, see I, him doing that.
0: Like I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm for it. Let's go. Yeah, Matt Ryan. All right, Tom, when's the last time you went to a mall? Um I went to the mall actually
1: more recently than you think. I forget why. I had to go somewhere specific, so I think I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. But, yeah, but that's like
0: attached to the mall. That's not the mall.
1: I, I think I went and you know, did a circle in the mall or something. I If I go to the mall, I, can't, I don't go to more than four stores.
0: Well, uh, the... The mall it has changed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People can now shop online, and we're seeing a lot of American malls fall apart. Why would right? you go to
1: a mall when you have
0: Amazon, for sure? Exactly. Well, guess what? There is a new movement to turn all malls, starting specifically for Woodfield, Lenox, Fox Hills, uh, Fox Hills specifically, into pickleball courts oh shit and thinking on it that way i'm like okay okay yeah you yeah. pique my interest
1: you still pickleball, bro? you still but, pickle uh,
0: I, I mean it's just a, it's a, it's a good place to have them and especially when I, I mean those those buildings are gonna go dead yeah right yeah so if you turn these into like pickleball whatever's you're getting some use out of it or at least some of it, you know, some use for sure. I I don't hate it. Okay. All right. I can get behind that. Yeah. All right. And I got one more for you. Brentford's Ivan Tony. So a footballer, um, soccer, not of the American variety. Yeah. Has been suspended. Oh, uh, for breaching the FA rules for betting. Do you want to know the number he is at? How many times did he breach those rules?
1: I'm going to come to guess. I'm going to say
0: 500 times. 262 times. That's a lot. That's a lot That's of bets. That's a lot of bets. Yes. Uh, so now the Brentford striker has been suspended from all team activities for the next eight months, less than one day per breach. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually thinking that didn't um, seem that
1: bad, right?
0: Yeah. I I think eight months is very light. If this was the NFL, that would be eight years, if not a lifetime ban.
1: Well, 260 bets. Yeah. I think the NFL is definitely going two years minimum on that. And uh, yeah, you, I could see a lot more banning in the future as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think
0: that's that that bad. This took, this took place between February, 2017 and January, 2021. So that means during COVID he was still going around betting. Like he just could not stop himself. It was just like Korean baseball league. I gotta get in on this.
1: Yeah. 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 That's fair enough. He was just going after it. I I respect it, bro. Let's see if he made any money those four years. Otherwise, it's uh, not worth it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, this is also before the F.A. withdrew 30 of the breaches. Mm. And uh, Tony had admitted after he admitted to 232 other breaches. So right around 500. That's pretty nuts. You said 262
1: plus 30. I mean, that's 490 right there. So I was pretty close uh, on how many breaches, 500. That was a good guess. I like that. All right. that's a great way to wrap it up.
0: Yeah, man. It looked good for you. Um, I, I mean, obviously not quite sure what he was betting on. Hopefully it wasn't on his teams and really fucking, if he was betting on his up.
1: teams and he only got eight months, that's ridiculous. Like that would be crazy i don't games. know
0: man i don't know nothing Maybe like it's, the alabama baseball team
1: yeah fifa don't give a fuck did you see the new logo by the way for the world cup
0: i have not it is awful
1: i mean it's just so boring so Yay. it's you're not missing much it's pretty much like football 2026 like that's basically what it is like sounds
0: sounds good to me sounds
1: like america that came up with it nice um All right, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Down the Wire. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart, Pandora. We're on all of them. It really doesn't matter. You can check us out at any of those places, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, And if not, you want to just support some local business or local website business, whatever it might be, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Yo,
0: FanDuel. Pat McAfee's not there anymore. Pick us, boys, up. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. It's sports Podcast.